Hello listeners welcome to book reviews by Digital Amrit This episode is about The Myth of the Nice Girl by Fran Hauser This book came up in my Goodreads feed and the subtitle Achieving the career you love without becoming the person you hate really drew me into the book The author Fran Hauser had started her career at a huge accounting firm then moved to media and is now a mentor and a startup investor She had felt the need for this book based on her own experiences in the real world on how to be nice and successful at work. It is not easy but comes with conscious practice. After all, who would want to work with a heartless taskmaster? At the same time, you wouldn't want others to mistake you being nice for stupidity or weakness. In this book, nice is defined as being considerate genuinely kind and respectful towards others but not being a people pleaser or a doormat the nine chapters of this book are the author's experiences in working with people right from her early career including her current pursuit she had described various situations which presented themselves to her and how she kept her cool and made her point without being come across as being a um, the term rhymes with the word hitch She had successfully come out of these sticky situations most times. At other times, she had learned something valuable. She shares both kinds of experiences and the tactic or the learning from each one. As you read the book, you find that you are not alone. Take these for example. I'm sure all of us would have gone through at least one of these at work. Being used as an errand girl because you are the youngest member of the team in terms of age or having to work longer hours than agreed but you're too scared to speak up or you read an internal email on the position that needs to be filled something you've been dreaming about but you're hesitant because you feel you're not good enough for that position you didn't negotiate for your pay or perks you just took the offer because you were worried that by negotiating the offer will simply vanish you have a great idea that will lighten the workload or puts things from different perspective but you are thinking of what the others might feel about your ideas or views and don't speak up you are in charge of providing feedback to a member in your team and it is not exactly positive feedback and you're worried about how he or she will take it the author and scores of other women have been through these and more it is heartening to know that there are ways of handling these situations nicely like how the author had done The author attributes her success to certain behaviors or habits which could be tweaked suitably and put to use by the readers. Let's go through the gist of each chapter and then all my thoughts about the book and its ideas. The book has 9 chapters and the first one is about using your ability to be nice as your superpower in getting what you want at work. While this superpower doesn't exactly shine visibly as a halo behind your head, it is unmistakable in your ability to shine at work. You can be nice and firm at the same time. Being nice is not white lies, but being genuinely kind towards your colleagues. Don't we all like to be treated the same way? On the flip side, if someone tells you that you're too kind, find out why they feel so and make changes if you feel necessary. Chapter 2 is ambitious and likable. All right, they don't seem to go together, but again, like nice and strong, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. The problem is that these two values go stereotypically hand in hand for men, whereas for women, they can either be ambitious or likable, not both. 
This explains why the leadership positions are dominated by men. As a woman, how can you be both? A few strategies are explained in this chapter. One is to take credit for your work and share the credit with others when due. Second is to step up. Be a little pro- proactive and use the opportunities that come your way. Men do so more often than not. Women do hold back when presented with the same opportunities. Another way is to create opportunities as you step up. The advantage of being nice is that people are willing to take at least a few minutes of their busy schedule to listen to what you have to say. Chapter 3 is how to speak up assertively and nicely. It is possible to respectfully disagree with others, voice your thoughts without fear of what others might think of your ideas. Do you remember anyone holding a position of power, talk to you with fidgeting fingers or looking down at the carpet or stare at the ceiling while making a point? Of course not. The key is to maintain eye contact and proper posture. Also, if you are interrupted, be bold and nice while you inform them that you are not finished yet. Chapter 4 is about providing feedback. Giving out constructive feedback in here can be a sticky situation to deal with. If not provided or taken in the right spirit, this kind of feedback can end in tears or in strained relationships. But these outcomes should not come in the way of providing feedback. Start with the positive ones and then give the constructive or negative feedback. If you are at the receiving end, make sure that you look at the feedback as an indication of what to learn or how to do rather than as problems identified with you. Fifth chapter is about confidence. Ever felt low or tense before an important meeting or a presentation? The key is to think of those times you were awesome at a presentation, find out what went right and use it to make this a success too. When it comes to tough decisions, they bring in a lot of stress with them. The consequences in the aftermath only make it worse to take the call. But how long can it be left hanging? Use solid data or evidence which would help make an objective decision. Think of how this decision will align with your values and have a go-to group. This go-to group is not your typical friend or family member with whom you can let off steam. The go-to group should enable you to arrive at a decision, more like experts in the area where you need to make a decision. While making decisions, take risks when you need to and learn from the outcomes. Chapter 6 is on negotiations. Statistics reveal that men are paid more than women in general. and more men negotiate for better pay than women which widens the wage gap negotiations don't have to stop with salary or bonuses or job titles perks such as flexible working arrangements education assistance etc could also be negotiated along with salary it can extend to getting a few extra people to finish off your task or more funding or investment into your project there is no perfect time to ask for your raise or change of job title Get data on your accomplishments and explain the value that you bring to make your point. While moving between employers, sign-on bonuses are not to be taken lightly. Don't negotiate to win though. Make sure it's a win-win situation in order to maintain the relationships. Networking is the focus of chapter 7. Networking opens up opportunities for personal growth and also for your organization to grow. Networking takes time, but it's but it is essential to take that time events discussions meetings forums online or in person are the different avenues with which you can network make sure that your presence is felt meet people mingle with them if it is online comment 
share and retweet. That's how you get noticed. Also, ensure that when you widen your network, find common interests with those you connect, offer help and ask if they would be interested in something that you're working on, a project or a hobby or an initiative. And if you're going to ask someone to do something for you, do your research on what they are doing, what you need to ask and how to word it. When you connect, make it a commitment to show up. An introduction at a conference may lead to a coffee meeting or lunch. Be there and make the most of it. Eighth chapter is all about how you draw your boundaries and set your priorities. If you're spending too much time on tasks which are not important, or you're too busy working on those that, lo- that you lose sight of the important ones, then the author's four-square model will come in handy. List down top two or three priorities for each square, personal, family, career, hobbies, for example, and look at your tasks to see which ones help in focusing on these priorities and those which don't. Cut down on those non-essential items by rescheduling, delegating, removing them off your calendar. With those relating to the work square, sync up with your boss or team. If someone makes an offer you can't refuse, check for alignment with your priorities and then decide on it. Practice saying no in a kind but clear way so that neither you nor your relationships suffer because you had to say yes when you should have actually said no. There is a hidden spot between yes and no which might work to benefit both of you. Explore it. The concluding chapter is about finding your mentor. Having a mentor could give you a head start at career and put you at a competitive advantage over others who don't have that luxury. The kind of mentor you need depends on what you wish for. Scaling up in your current organization or help you in networking or having a specific set of skills. And just because someone is great at what they do, they may not exactly be mentor material. Once you identify a mentor, reach out to him or her. Stay connected with your mentor. Keep in touch every once in a while, not just when you are in a fix. Also, a mentor can provide the enablers in decision making or help you look at the opportunity or situation from all perspectives, but a mentor does not decide on your behalf. So once you've decided what to do, make it a point to let them know about your decision and how it worked out or didn't. Where it is possible, you could also provide valuable advice or suggestions to your mentor. It needs to be a mutually beneficial relationship. So these are the nine chapters, but the book does give you details of all the surveys and other statistical material that were discussed in these nine chapters. Personally, throughout the book, there were so many situations in which I saw my present or past at work. Some of the issues that I had faced or continue facing, which I discussed in the book, are balanced between work and personal life, work hours creeping up and working part-time, People don't take you seriously because there are male counterparts in the team. Trouble saying no because it might affect the relationship. Giving feedback when things are not working out well. But there is one idea from the book which I immediately put to use after reading it. It was not at work but at home. I had to tell my 7-year-old daughter that some of her actions or inactions were not okay. Every time I've had this conversation with her prior to this book, It's been a disaster and the message was never delivered or taken in the right spirit. It also had the side effect of ruining our relationship at least for the rest of the day. After reading the book, I used the praise sandwich approach. I told her that there are so many things that she does that make me proud and told those six to seven things that matter. 
Then I told her that there were two things which were not going well and it would be great if she could change those two and what it would be like if she had changed those things. There was a clear difference between how the message was received this time. The good things that I told about her made her listen to me fully without retaliation. This was a wonderful experience for me. At the same time, there are a few areas about the book which I wish were better. Firstly, I strongly feel that the catchy title does not exactly do justice to the contents of the book. The author defines nice in a different way than normally understood, but still the book's focus on most chapters seems to be on being assertive rather than being nice. Yes, being nice in the way the book means it puts you on a higher pedestal with your co-workers, but isn't there more to it? I also felt that the first chapter was a little too long and the same message was given in multiple forms. But other than these, I have nothing to complain about. This book is highly recommended for working women. It helps you in how to be assertive in various situations and these ideas can be applied not only at work but also in personal life. Thanks for listening to this episode. We look forward to your feedback. Please like and share and also subscribe to Digital Amrit. Bye.